Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Good day, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Today we are talking about, I guess, a legacy cast, because I think it came out in the theaters, but it wasn't a super wide release, but it's on the uh, Amazons, so it's like a legacy tributary combined kind of thing. I don't know. Mike, what do you think? What What are we... What is it? Um... I I guess it's a legacy cast. Yeah, I, I think it's legacy. It's legacy. Okay, because I never saw it in the theaters here. But again, it's a comparatively speaking, it's quite a small market. Prescott is, but uh, so all right, we'll go with legacy cast because I do know it had a nationwide release and it made eight million dollars at the box office or something like that. But today we are talking about a film starring Joaquin Phoenix called You Were Never Really Here. Mike, go ahead and give us the uh, rundown on it. Do you want to uh, introduce yourself or, or me or anything or no? No, I don't think so. I think everybody knows who we are by now. Okay. Mary. All right, fine. I'm your host, Matt, and that is Mysterious Mike, the other host. All right. And now he's going to do the rundown. I don't know, man. Every single time, I think people probably would understand. But again, how many repeat listeners do we have? I know we have at least three. All right. Well, dude, we're well into the six and sevens. Six and sevens? Yeah. Well, what friends of yours started listening? Because I know my friends don't listen. They tell me they don't listen. Oh, uh, you know, I have some friends over here that listen. A- anyway, um... Well, fine. Aren't you special, Mr. I Have Friends? Yeah, well, remember, I'm the talent. I know. You are the talent. You are no longer Mysterious Mike. You are now Mike Talent. (laughs) Okay. Well, Mr. Talent is talking about you were really never here. You were really never here? You mean you were never really here? Oh, dang it. You were never really here. (laughs) Oh, man, I get this. I'm even trying to read this. Uh. Hey. It's not my fault that the talent is dyslexic. Yeah. The talent should be able to nail this shit down. Ah, uh, the talent. All right. So, uh, the director is Lynn Ramsey. Uh, the writer is Lynn Ramsey and Jonathan Ames. Uh, this is starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Judith Roberts, uh, Katerina uh, Samsova, and John Doman. And it's about a traumatized veteran, unafraid of violence, tracks down missing girls for a living. When a job spins out of control, Joe's nightmares overtake him as a conspiracy is uncovered, leading to what may be his death trip or his awakening. Uh, So, Matt, what did you uh, think about this? Uh, You watched this first and you teased this last uh, pod. So, what is your opinion? My opinion is that I am really disappointed in the Oscar nominations that were released today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we got some good ones that were picked for Best Picture. The majority of them you and I both have seen and reviewed, but uh, two of them I have not seen or rev- and, or you have, and we haven't reviewed. But I'm kind of shocked There's uh, there's some films on here 
or shall I say there are some films not on here that I think should have been on here. What what do you think, Mike? Yeah, I think um, Bradley Cooper kind of got gypped on not being uh, nominated for Best Director. Although he was, they were nominated for a lot of stuff for um, uh, A Star is Born, uh, like uh, Best Song and uh, Supporting Actor and uh, Supporting Actress like Lady Gaga, uh, Sam Elliott. All these people were nominated, but not... Bradley Cooper himself for directing. I thought it was kind of like a what? Um, yeah, I, I would. I would think the one that would chap your ass the most is a couple that chap my ass pretty good. Is uh, Hereditary wasn't nominated for anything? Oh well, I didn't think Hereditary would be. Man, they don't. They don't like horror movies. Dude, Tony Collette knocked it out of the park. Man, she was amazing. Yeah, but they don't like horror movies. And and the other thing that bothered me was Black Panther. Um, it's a good movie, but I don't know if it needed to be nominated for what best picture. Yeah, I think that's what it's nominated for. I yes, don't... it is best picture. Yeah, I, I think Infinity War should have been nominated for best picture, but I also think Hereditary probably should have because I really enjoyed Hereditary, even though I'm not a horror movie buff. I also think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse should have been nominated for Best Picture as well. It was nominated for Best Animation. Yes, but I think it it deserves to be in the Best Picture, but it in won't, my opinion. I'm pretty sure it won't get awarded. They're going to give it to Pixar, because they always give it to Pixar. Yeah, so it's going to be it's going yeah. to be Incredibles too. Which wasn't, you know, Spider-Verse is way better. Due to Isle of Dogs was better, and Isle of Dogs was nominated. Yep, but I... I mean, maybe we're wrong, people, but I'm thinking they're going to put Incredibles 2 as the winner. Crap, what was the other one that I thought should have been nominated for Best Picture? Now I'm drawing a blank. Oh, well. Uh, Let's see, The Green Book, was that nominated for Best Picture? I know it was nominated for a bunch of stuff. Quite a bit of things. Yeah, The Green Book was nominated for a bunch of stuff, and it won a bunch of stuff at the Golden Globes, but the nominees for Best Picture... Which is the one that I mostly pay attention to, but you know everybody pays attention to all of them. But the the main focus is best picture. Um, the nominees are uh, Black Panther, uh, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, which I was surprised, but good. I enjoyed that movie. Uh, the favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star Is Born, and Vice are the ones that were nominated for best picture. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah. What what did you think about Black Klansman being in there? It was a good movie, but I don't know about movie of the year. And and I think uh, Adam Driver got nominated for uh, his performance, but I don't think uh, the other guy did the the other main character, which is kind of like what? yeah, the uh, um, Denzel Washington's son. I'm forgetting his name. S- something Washington. <laughs> something Washington. I, uh... Denzel Junior. <laughs> Well, I don't think it's quite DJ that. Denzel Jr. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. Talk, talk about go something. Look it up? John okay, David, well, I'm John David re- uh, Washington. Okay, I'm trying to remember. Oh, you know what? That's what it is. I can't believe I freaking spaced on that. Um, uh, I was disappointed. A Quiet Place didn't get nominated for Best Picture. It only got nominated for Best Sound Design, and I think one other thing. Like uh, sound editing, sound editing, and that is all I see. That's it. 
Yep. Not even screenplay? Oh, best screenplay? Uh, sound editing and... Nope, I don't see best screenplay. Nope. The uh, other one, other than A Quiet Place, I think A Quiet Place should have been nominated for Best Picture. Oh. But the other one that I think that should have been nominated for Best Picture as well, but I'm a little biased, was uh, First Man. I really liked First Man. Yeah, First Man got nominated for a bunch of technical things, it looked like, but not really much else. So it got right. dished. Right. It got uh, visual effects, uh, sound mixing, sound editing, yeah, and uh, production design. Yeah, what what was nominated for uh, cinematography? Because I felt like those weren't the that greatest. Uh, okay. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Foreign film, film editing, documentary. I think it's up a little higher. Costume cinematography was Cold War. I haven't seen that. The favorite. I haven't seen that. Never look away. I haven't seen that. Roma. I haven't seen that. And A Star Is Born. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I haven't seen any of them except for a Star is Born, so uh never mind. But no, that's a that's a disappointment in itself right there. I don't know, man. Maybe it's just the Academy and who they what they choose to nominate and things like that. I thought and I really thought this year was a pretty damn good year for the movies. You know, there was a lot of really good, decent films out there, and there's just you know, I mean Emily Blunt wasn't nominated for anything, and she had two really strong films come out this year. You know, the new Mary Poppins, you know, Mary Poppins Returns and A Quiet Place. Yeah. I mean, both of those films were fantastic. And uh, I'm just, I'm so disappointed this year. Well, A Quiet Place came out, what, in February or was it March? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but I feel like it does kind of because they just forget about things that are older yeah Although, i guess that's right because i mean if you take a look you know most of them did come out in the later half of the year although uh black panther came out what in february or march as well and that got nominated so uh i mean in quiet place to get nominated for sound sound design sound editing yeah one of those but the script was really freaking good man yeah I, well it was but you know i don't know it's yeah I mean, what movie don't you think should win Best Picture? Because that's the one that's going to win. Vice. Vice? Again, I haven't seen Favorite and I haven't seen Roma, but I think Vice. I'm not saying that Vice was a bad movie. Vice was a good movie, but I don't think it was the best movie of the year. Yeah, but I mean, I think this is another... um, What was that green monster movie that won last year? The the terrible movie. Oh, dude, the one with... uh, um, that directed by um oh christ now i'm forgetting his name G- uh, anyways, guillermo the, del yeah, toro guillermo del toro yeah the oh, shape yeah. of water yeah the sh- oh, the shape of water yeah See, that, that movie... should not have been that should not have been movie of the year either no one no so i feel like and moonlight like i i know we're gonna get slammed for this or i will but uh i didn't think moonlight was the movie of the year it was a good movie it was decent but i didn't think it was anything earth-shattering Oh, yeah. You just opened us to get slammed. That's okay. But, uh, yeah. So, I don't know, man. If you, you think Vice will be the one that they choose this year? Probably. I don't know, though, man. I mean, it is kind of a surprise seeing Roma on that list. Granted, I haven't watched Roma yet. But uh, Roma is uh, a foreign film, and it's nominated for a lot of stuff. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, I think it has a total of 10 nominations. Uh, it's tied with the movie that we also didn't see called The Favorite. Yeah. I mean, it's nominated for Best Picture. Um, let's see. Um, no. No, no. Uh, cinematography. I heard the cinematography is amazing in it. Um, directing. Um, yeah, it's nominated for a bunch of stuff. I don't want to sit here and go through the whole thing on it, but I don't know. Like Amy Adams, okay? Amy Adams is nominated for actress in a leading role. Oh, maybe not as not leading role. Supporting? Supporting. Actress in a supporting role. AD Adams. Amy Adams is nominated. Don't get me wrong. Amy Adams is a very good actress, but not in, I mean, her role was very small in Vice. Yeah, it was pretty small. Uh, you know? She was she was better in um, uh, the movie with the aliens. Uh, what was that? Oh, Anni- not Annihilation. Um, I love that movie, too. Uh, the other one. Oh, dude, that's one I am kind of surprised, too, about is Annihilation wasn't nominated for anything. And Annihilation is definitely up there on, you know, the weirdness factor that would have done well, and you, you would think, in the Oscars. Arrival. Uh, oh, yeah. Arrival? That movie was awesome. Got nothing. But um, uh, Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz are both nominated for... From the favorite in actress in a supporting role. Are you seriously? Oh, anyways. All right. I'm going to get off this because it's just making me angrier. I think part of it's a period piece, man. They did a period piece. Ah, I don't know. Boom. Automatically nominated, right? Kind of. All right. Well, let's talk about a movie that wasn't nominated that I thought was a really good movie. It's dark as shit, though. But uh, you were never really here. Uh, I, I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Uh, I thought Joaquin Phoenix was fantastic in it. Um, one thing that really, really surprised me in this film was the, uh, uh, sound design. The sound design was fantastic. You know, I don't have the world's best round sound system. I mean, I'm poor. I can't, you know, I'm not the talent. I can't afford a Bose surround sound system. I just oh, have, man. you know. Well, well, my Bose is getting dated now, but uh, yeah, oh, I, I oh, have heaven some. Heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. You know, mine's, I have a Vizio sound bar surround sound system that's like a year or two old, but it, it does its job well. I think it's better than my previous surround sound system. But I was really shocked. The The sound effects and the sound design and stuff were just really good on this. It really just stuck out for me. Yeah, yeah, it, it does have uh, some good uh, sound with the movie. And it's a, it's a good movie, but it's really dark. And it, yeah, like, it's it starts really out dark. pretty dark. Um. I won't give away spoilers yet, but I definitely have something that I want to talk about in the spoiler section. And then it just kind of keeps going and going. And wow. So, um, well, yeah. it's kind of like how me and your uh, wife were talking earlier about uh, Onion. You know, there's many layers, layers in this film. And it just, in this one, it's just darkness layers. And you think it's... It's not it can't get any darker at certain points in the film and then it just does. And you're like, "Really? 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It starts out kind of like a, a gray and then it gets to a dark gray and then it starts getting a little darker and then it goes all the way to black. Super black. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. It is a very good film, but this is definitely not one to watch around children for sure. Oh, no. Or anyone else that uh, can't handle a really hardcore thriller. And it is quite violent at times. Uh, yeah, there's there's uh, moments of violence, and then there's the the content. I, without telling you too much, the it deals with some very rough things that happen. I guess in yeah. Well, I mean, you can say it. It's in it's in the description. You know, it deals with um the uh child sex trade basically, and it it does not let up on that thing and. It doesn't you say that in the description. Yeah, it does. Uh, Missing girls for a living. Y- yeah, that's not that's not the same. But it, it, yeah, okay. Well, so so well, it whatever. deals in fine. human trafficking. I, I, human fine. trafficking. I just threw it out there. Whatever. Spoiler alert. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, to me, that doesn't necessarily mean. <laughs> but yeah, human trafficking. It's brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. It's brutal. And it's... The, the depressing thing is, is, you know, it's it's not a true story, but shit like this really does exist in the world. That's what's depressing. Oh, no. It ha- Unfortunately, it happens a lot. It happens a lot. So, all right, Mike. Well, I know you want to get into the spoilers, and we'll speed it up since we talk so much about the Oscars or lack thereof the nominations we really wanted to see. Um, let's go ahead and do it. I know you didn't find it, but I found it for you. Mike, how does You Were Never Really Here relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, I was looking all over the place, and uh, luckily, um, the uh, technical director, the reason for the show... Was able to find uh, the the <laughs> the Marvel <Wow. laughs> the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, tie-in, which was a uh, stunt uh, person, and um, oh, I lost him, Matt. Where, where, what's the name? The really, Mike? Yeah, serial. His name is Ronan Summers. Ah, yeah, he wrong. plays Joe's young father double. Yeah, see, and he was in Guardians of the Galaxy, the original. He was one of the guards in Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, thank you, Matt, for covering for my uh, laziness. And uh... I'm not going to say it's laziness. You were out at trivia night. You were eating tacos. It is Taco Tuesday. Yeah, it was. So I'm not going to hold it against you, Mike. You were out having fun, enjoying your life. One of those things that those of us who are serious about podcasting don't get to do. Oh, man. Burn. That was a deep cut. Boom. Yeah. I know that one hurt. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right. All right. You got me. You got me. So, so Matt, um, is uh, is it time to open up for spoilers? Yes, let's do it, Mike. Go ahead. We're going to start talking about spoilers. I'll let you start it off. 
So in this movie, the first thing that really got to me was it seemed like our main character, uh, played by Joaquin Phoenix, Joe, is, you know, he's, I don't know, he I guess he's kind of like a hitman type guy. But he only seems to uh, do stuff with the, like, uh, human trafficking or, or, you know, the, the sex trade, the underage, uh, sex trade. He rescues young women, uh, that are entwined in this, uh, trade. And then he just sometimes wants to kill himself. Like, uh, all the time he's like trying to kill himself, but then there's some times when his mom needs some help. And I don't know, man. It was, I was like, are you talking about the times when he's putting the plastic bag over his head? Yeah. I think that's a little bit deeper than him wanting to kill himself. I think that is a lot to do with his childhood trauma um, and what his father did to him as a kid. I don't know, man. I felt like he was trying to kill himself. There was times when he... It's like one time I felt like he... What was he doing? He had... It wasn't just a bag. He had like a gun or something and he he was about to do something and then his mom's like, "Oh yeah, no, that time. Yes, that's early on. That is for sure." He was like thinking about it for sure and then his mom like interrupts him. But no, like when it opens up earlier on than even that part and he has like the bag over his head and he's like, you know, trying to kind of suffocate himself. I think that's more of him trying to relate to himself as a kid because there's a couple scenes that it flashes back to where he's in a closet and like his dad did that did that to him or something i don't know yeah um it's screwed up yeah also in this movie uh you 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 kind of you 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 find out through some kind of jumpy flashbacks that he's he's a veteran kind of and there's a bunch of scars all over his body that they don't really explain and that's fine they don't need to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's one thing that bothered me is how they didn't go into more about his veteran uh, service and how he became this, you know, kind of badass revenge killer from his service. Yeah, I don't. I wish there's some kind of disturbing scenes and it kind of leads to like why he's kind of the way he is. But it doesn't ever. I felt like it was building up. Like a lot of movies do, where it's it's small cutscenes and then a little bigger and then a little bigger, and it's kind of leading you to figure out what's going on. And then this one got to a point, and then it just stopped. So you didn't find anything else more about his his past, and then it just kind of goes into really like I guess the third act where um some stuff goes wrong as as the synopsis talks about and he he figures out some things and then he's he uh anyway some things You can spoil it. We're in spoilers, dude. Yeah, well anyway, his his mom gets ends up getting killed. He gets shot in the face. Dude, that was that was pretty messed up. Man. Yeah, oh his yeah. His mom being killed. Yeah, that was pretty messed up. Yeah, and then and then even that part, man. Remember when he goes to kind of barrier or or whatever Yeah, that was a really weird scene and again i think that's another one of his attempts of trying to do you know suicide because he filled his pockets and everything with rocks yeah but then in his mind all of a sudden he like it's like something's always calling him to not do it but he's like super on the edge of doing it like i mean 
<laughs> it's like a, a, a stiff breeze in the wrong direction on the right day, and you know he's not going to be alive anymore. So yeah. it, it's it was like I don't know. It's 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 dark. This is a dark movie for sure. Very dark. Well, um, and then at the end of the movie, they finally show you seeing you know you see him you know pull the trigger and blow his brains out in the middle of like a diner. And then you, they cut to him just sitting there. So it was clearly just another dream. But I was like, "Holy crap!" I, I think he that finally was like did a it. Fantasy, like, yeah. I was just thinking, "Holy shit!" He finally did it. But no, no. And then, yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah. It it's it's pretty rough to watch at times. It's 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 violent and it's. It's raw, and I don't know, man. It just it kind of builds and builds, and uh, Joaquin Phoenix did an amazing job. Like you are, you feel his, well, and it's a role <sighs> that he's never done before. Yeah, no, he hasn't done that. He's done a lot of roles in his career, but he's never done anything this kind of tortured and messed up and dark yeah. as a character. Yeah. And uh this character was all of that. And uh yeah. I like the movie though. I did like it. It's just it's it's a dark movie and it <laughs> it doesn't get any lighter throughout. So it's a little bit hard to watch at times and uh you know, I guess it it's well done. I I I would recommend anybody who wants to Watch a really well done uh, movie, kind of independent. I mean, it's kind of got that independent. It, it's independent ish for sure. It has that yeah. feel. It ends that way, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted you know, to talk about the ending a little bit. Go ahead. I don't understand. I feel like I was supposed to get more out of the ending, and I don't know what I was supposed to get out of it. I guess I don't know. I I didn't. <laughs> I don't know if I was supposed to get anything out of it. I, I felt like maybe this uh, little girl that he ended up saving and her family is now pretty much wiped out and his family is pretty much wiped out. What I got from it is, you know, maybe this is the start of Joaquin Phoenix's characters, you know, Joe, his path now towards recovery and having a normal life. And maybe he'll adopt this girl as his own and raise her and take care of her and all this stuff. But again, that's me putting this happy go lucky ending on a really dark freaking movie when it might not have been intended that way, but that's at least where I went. And that's one of the beauties of the independence is how, yes, I hate the leaving the open-ended ending, but sometimes it's good because it gets you thinking. Yeah, I mean, I definitely was thinking after I watched this movie, uh, for sure. And it is kind of an open-ended ending. And that's good, I think. But I I felt like there might have been something I was supposed to pick up that was more... I don't know. I I don't know. I I feel like there was a message that maybe I missed that they were trying. Because it was really well-directed and... There's a lot of stuff in it, and I wasn't sure what the very last kind of part. Maybe I was supposed to get something more out of it. That's that's all I'm thinking. This is just me talking about what I thought after the movie. But well, good. That's what we're here for, Mike. 
This one reminds me a lot of a movie that I think should have been nominated for some Oscars this year, but it didn't. And I know it's a movie that you haven't seen yet, but it is called uh, First Reformed. It's a lot like this. It's not quite as dark, but it deals with a lot of the same things in a way. It's uh independent kind of thing. It is a dark movie and it ends you it ends leaving you kind of open-ended on what the hell happened kind of thing. It really does kind of remind me of that movie a lot. Well, I think First Reform was nominated for best screenplay and I think that's it. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. And I think that's it. That's the only thing I got. So, all right, Mike. Well, go ahead, give us your rating on You Were Never Really Here. Uh, I'm going to give this three and a half reels. Three and a half reels. Well, at least you're getting better. It's still not quite like me, but you're getting better. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not as mean as you. I don't know. No, I, I, I liked it. Um, three and a half reels. Uh, you know, I would tell you to watch it uh, as long as you're ready for something kind of dark. And you're not trying to watch a movie to, like, lighten your mood or anything. Don't be in a bad mood and watch this movie. It'll make it worse. I I did like this movie. It was... It's good. It's just just a dark matter. And I don't always want to be, you know, watching stuff about the, you know, human trafficking and stuff. But it was a really well-done movie. And I like Joaquin Phoenix. In fact, he stars in one of the movies that I really, really love by uh, M. Night Shyamalan, uh, The uh, uh, Signs. I love Signs so much. So, he's a great actor, and it was uh, it was a well-done movie. This movie was uh, very, uh, you know, dark, and uh, human trafficking is hard to watch. But, um, Matt, what did you think about this movie? I agree, man. This movie is super, super, super dark, but we pretty much have been saying that since the start. Anytime you deal with a topic of children and not, um, God, how do I say this? Uh, uh, Children being forced into adult situations. uh, Yes, there you go. That works. That's a good way to put it. Uh, You know, um, it just, you know, and then they start throwing in the politics about it and how like her dad was the one that even kind of almost like signed off on this. And I'm just like, oh, wow, yeah. wow, this got dark. This got dark real. I mean, it just like you said, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And it's not worse. It's just there's harsh realities, people in this world. There just are. And it sucks that we have to have films made about it and stuff. But Again, this film was done really well. It makes you think. You know, I I liked it. I mean, I liked it a lot. I I give it a higher score than you do, Mike. I give it four out of five reels. I'm shocked. Wow. Yeah, I'm shocked that this was not nominated for anything. Again, we're talking about the Oscars, but I'm shocked. I mean, the director was fantastic. The sound design is some of the best sound design I've heard all year. The script was very unique, dark, messed up, but unique. And Joaquin Phoenix, another role where he just killed it. I mean, he is he is one of the best actors of our time, if you ask me. Uh, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is really good. Uh, I was talking a little bit earlier when you were out on 
your little break there. Uh, 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 my break? About, yeah. About yeah. Uh, uh, one of my favorite movies from him, which is uh, Signs. Uh, I just love uh, Signs, the M. Night Shyamalan movie, and it's just... You know, he and he's been in so many good movies like uh, Walk the Line. And I mean, he's played all kinds of different characters and he's just, yeah, I really like him. He never seems to play the same role twice. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I don't think he does. Did you ever watch that one? Um, God, what was it? Uh, I want to say it was called Vice, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. The one where he's like a uh, private investigator in like the seventies. Um. Oh yeah, and he's also in Gladiator, which I love. Oh yeah, that's that was when I was first kind of. Uh, oh, in her, I love her too. Yeah, he's in brought, so many brought good to movies. prominence. Yeah, I really kind of started noticing him from Gladiator, and then on, I didn't really pick up on who he was before that. Inherent Vice, that's what it was called, Inherent Vice. Did you ever see that? No, I didn't see that. That was a very, very strange, unique role, and he hit it out of the park again. That movie, I I don't think it's the best movie in the world, and I really wouldn't recommend most people to see it. It's really, really kind of odd and artsy and out there. But again, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix, I, I dude, he's... Wow, he just always does so good yeah all right mike well you got anything else you want to add about uh you were never really here other than uh you should see it and not watch it around children (laughs) no no uh i i think it's i think that's the major point of the movie and um uh look look forward to uh hearing about our our uh picks for the you know the best movies of the year and stuff are our uh, Poindexter Awards. Yeah, um, that's going to be fun. Yeah, that. Uh, and we need to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that'll be a lot more fun than the Academy Awards, I think. Uh, looking at their nominations. So, well, and one of the things I think we talked about it, but we're mostly going to talk about only the movies that you and I did for the podcast. Yeah. Now we're going to have a couple categories for movies that we saw outside of the podcast. But for the most part, if you're a listener, you're going to be familiar with the films, hopefully. Yes. Yes, that that is what we're going to talk about. We've reviewed lots and lots of movies, so we have quite the uh catalog to choose from. Now, is it Now, we're not going to do a year to a year. We're not going to do from January to December of last year. We are going to do from our first day recording to one year so for those of you who get a little confused you know this movie will be in there it's all based on our year as a podcast not the calendar year ah yes so that's uh february 14th yep valentine's day is our anniversary yeah for those of you who do not know but uh the next question and i guess we could probably discuss this after we get off but what are we going to talk about next week because i don't know of anything coming out in the theaters mike Oh, man, I actually don't either. Um... I know one that I do want to kind of see that I brought up. uh, We talked about it before. Is that uh, Bomb City? I kind of want to watch that. And that's streaming on Amazon. Okay. And uh, you know another one that a lot of the critics were arguing that said should have been nominated for something, but it wasn't. Um, I think it might be a good one to watch 
I don't know if you have access to it though. I think it's I think it's on Hulu. I'm not sure, but it's uh eighth grade. It's the uh directorial debut of Bo uh uh Burnham. Yeah. Burnham, I think. He's oh. uh he's a stand up comedian. Oh, okay. A lot of the critics just hailed this movie as fantastic, and it's about uh, this young girl's uh, eighth grade year. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. The the critics did hail that. I just didn't get a chance to see it. I think it was only here for a week, maybe. Right. It was not here in Prescott, if at all. I think it might have been here for a weekend tops, but I didn't get a chance to see it. I would like to see that. It is now out on streaming. Now, I'm not sure if it's Hulu or if it's Amazon or something, but it's out there. Oh, and the other thing is uh, um, Hereditary's out on streaming already. So for those of you who haven't seen Hereditary, dude, that is a that is a must-watch. So anyways, we'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. Uh, but I'm definitely thinking Bomb oh, City. Oh, Matt, my, uh, my headphones died, so I can't Your hear headphones anything. Headphones died? You can't hear me? Okay. Well, I'm going to take us out then. Um, everybody, Mike lost his headphones. So this has been one eventful podcast. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the real film nerds podcast. We'll figure out what the hell we're talking about next week and don't pay attention to the Oscars cause they suck. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for listening to the real film nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at real film nerds. Now go out and catch a movie.